This is Mark Miller, producer of OWASP 24-7. Today we talk with Kevin Green, project manager for the Software Assurance Marketplace, or SWAMP, that is sponsored by DHS. As OWASP considers working with SWAMP, I thought we'd talk to Kevin about what the project is, what he's hoping to accomplish, and how we might become involved. Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance. The Swamp is, is, is a project uh, it's, it's called the Software Issues Marketplace. Uh, it's a project as also as part of the broad agency announcement 1102. Uh, it's being developed and managed and built by uh, the Prime, uh, which is Mortgage Institute for Research located out of Madison, Wisconsin. And they have three subs that are part of the team, the University of Indiana, uh, Madison, Wisconsin University, as well as the University of Illinois. So I think uh, they provide a good team to really build out uh, the environment. So essentially, Swamp is, is designed to do a couple of things, right? Uh, you know, DHS realizes that, you know, software has, has become a, a significant part of what we do as part of our daily lives. It's in our cars, it's in, it's in our home appliances now, mobile devices, and it kind of powers our critical infrastructure. So the swamp is DHS S&T's response to a very, very, a seemingly uh, challenging and hard problem. And that's software security, right? How can we create better quality software? So the swamp is a response to that. And what the swamp does is serves a couple of purposes. One, uh, it allows software developers to bring their code into the swamp and have the swamp analyze the, the code for security weaknesses, right? Uh, and, and, and Rob, we want to look for weaknesses because we want to determine to what extent these weaknesses can be exploited, right? So, it, it, you know, it's open today. Uh, it opened back in February 2014. It's a free open platform service that any software developer who has code want to bring their code in, have it analyzed. And what we're doing is we're doing something kind of unique. We're, we're bringing in multiple uh, static analysis tools and we're building an assessment framework around that. And the idea is behind it because no one tool can give you the coverage you need in terms of languages as well as class weaknesses. So by, by bringing, bringing in different sets of tools, right, you know, each tool has a sweet spot. I believe each tool has a strength and has a weakness. But what we're looking and we're really focusing on is uh, we're trying to make each tool sweet spot bigger. How can we leverage the strength of each tool uh, to, one, improve the accuracy result, two, to get better tool coverage, right, you know, in terms of the, the the class of weaknesses, as well as languages, right? So we're we're doing something unique in that way um, by bringing multiple static analysis tools together under assessment framework. The second thing is, Swamp provides a way for uh, open source tool developers. You know, those who who are developing some capabilities in software analysis, be it static, binary, dynamic, with whatever capabilities you're doing in terms of software analysis. So what we're trying to do, we're trying to provide a research environment where a tool developer can bring their tool in uh, and improve their tool by doing multiple test runs. We currently host somewhere around the neighborhood of 400 
uh, software packages, and that includes test cases as well. I know we're hosting the Juliet test cases, and we we also uh, will eventually host some of OWASP uh, uh, projects at, like WebGoad and some other things. Uh, and, and that helps uh, tool developers have a, a launching pad to launch their tools against a wide range of software packages. And the goal is we want tool developers to really identify gaps in your tools and use the Swamp as a, as a way to improve the coverage error to make tools perform better. So I think with that, uh, and also we're trying to, uh, uh, we will have um, actually at APSIC USA 2014, we'll be announcing that we have support and collaboration with four commercial tool vendors who will be a part of the Swamp, and I'm very excited about that. So for all you listeners out there, stay tuned for a big announcement that's coming in uh, September uh, of of, of 2014 at AppSec USA. We'll be announcing that we've we've had agreements in place that uh, commercial tool vendors will be part of the Swamp. And the whole goal here is really we want to, one, improve the the quality of software by, by having a robust uh, analysis capability, and two, we want to raise the quality of software analysis tools uh, because the key is if I'm using s- static analysis capability, uh, you know, I need to understand one, where's residual risk if I use that that capability, that testing capability. If I use one tool, we, you know, studies I've shown one tool only finds somewhere between 14 to 17 percent of weakness in software. So if we can chain tools together we have a better chance of improving the coverage uh, that we have for security testing. You answered one of my questions right there. I was going to ask how you're going to handle commercial tools. That's an exciting announcement there. The second thing I would think of is when you're doing that, why would somebody bring their commercial tool into the swamp? Well, it, it can serve for a number of purposes. I mean, we, if you look at what Coverity is doing with their open scan project, I think, Commercial tools as well as open source tools, uh, you know, there are room for there is room for improvement, and and by leveraging something like the swamp, what what the way I look at it is is the commercial vendors are saying, hey, hey, we realize that you know here's a research infrastructure, here's a here's a research infrastructure that we can leverage to improve our tool, and what that does is if they're able to to add and improve their tool about three percent, that that three percent you know, improvement is, is, is then inherited by the community at large, as well as the federal government who use some of these tools um, as part of their software testing. So if we can raise the bar of these tools, I think everyone benefits from having better tools because it studies have shown, you know, software developers don't adopt these tools early enough because the tools don't perform well. So if we can raise the bar of these tools. Uh, we have a better chance uh, of of a software developer using the tools early in the software development life cycles. We know that as, as software moves through the software development life cycle, the cost to fix a weakness or bug significantly increases. So, As you're talking, one of the things I visually see is, is Docker. It sounds like you're like, um, the swamp almost acts like Docker. It, it can take a bunch of tools and wrap them up and actually make them stronger by working together. Am I hearing that properly? Right. I mean, it's just like a symphony. You know, you got the horns, you got the drums, you got, you know, I mean, the percussions, you got the strings, and together they have a beautiful sound. Uh, each two individually, it may not sound as good as them collectively. So I typically like to say the sum of one, 
the sum of many, I should say, is better than the sum of one. So yeah, we're, we're, we're figuring out ways to collectively leverage what each tool does well, because each tool has a sweet spot. So to answer your question, absolutely. We, we've, we've, we, we believe through two studies and through some other uh, things we've done that, you know, if, 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 if one tool can provide and do something very well, so let's say one open source tool uh, has the technique, let's say it's SQL injection, does SQL injection really well. It may not care about cross-site scripting or any other class of weaknesses, but it does SQL injection really well. Well, we want to be able to harness what that tool does well in, in, in conjunction with what the other tools do, do well. And, and that, you know, hopefully will help, one, reduce false positives, and two, provide visibility into false negatives and help, you know, because no one tool uh, is created equally. They all find different things, but if we find a way to leverage the context of each tool together, I think we have a better chance of improving uh, uh, the analysis of results. And that's the key thing. We want better analysis of the results so that we can really find those those weaknesses that can potentially lead to critical vulnerabilities, such as the one uh, like Heartbleed. How do you anticipate developers with code and with applications utilizing the swamp. You've got the vendor buy-in, but now how do the developers get to use it? Well, I think one of the challenges is 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 that um, if you look at you know from the from from our outreach and talking to uh, various federal government agencies and also you know those organizations in industry, not a lot of folks have formalized software assurance capabilities. So even even in that sense, it becomes a challenge. Um, but so what we're saying is, hey, we're gonna we're gonna lower the bar uh, in terms of uh, entry into doing static. Now, here's a free service that you can leverage. You can you can even bring your tool into the swamp, right? Let's say you have a a, a static analysis tool that you're using. You could bring your tool. We can host your tool in the swamp, and now you can use your your commercial tool in conjunction with other tools that are in the swamp to really to really do a, 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 a kind of a, a improved job of doing assessments. So one of the things is is we believe that because there's a free resource that 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 will help uh, uh, with some of the acceptance of using a resource like the swamp. And the other thing is, you know, because the swamp serves as a research lab, you know, and one of the things we want to do, like with any lab, what scientists do when they when they have a lab, scientists use a lab to find breakthroughs, advancement in new science. What we're saying, we want to use the swamp in the same capacity. We want to find new breakthroughs and advancement in software analysis techniques and capabilities so we can improve these tools. And as we improve the tools, I think software developers will be more likely to use not only a resource, a resource like the swamp, but just static analysis capabilities in general. One of the topics that you brought up that is close to my heart and what I talk about a lot the idea of discovering vulnerabilities early in the development life cycle. If we're discovering those vulnerabilities through scans and pen testing after deployment, it's basically it's too late. So, and that goes back to the point when I was saying is, is you know, if to, you know, I, you know, this is my this is my view. Obviously, I mean, I'm sure others will have either similar views or different views, but I just believe that. If, if if we can if we can make the software developer job easier, right? And part of making it easier is is eliminating the noise that these tools provide and providing better confidence that if these tools report something, 
whatever we report is a true positive, right? As opposed to a false positive, right? So, so, so in that regard, if if we can 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 aid in that in that manner, I think we we've made some tremendous improvements because, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, you use a tool, you get, you know, tons and pages and pages of of of, of, of results, and you have to go through, you know, page by page to to either qualify whether the warning or whether the said vulnerability, I mean, said weaknesses is actually you know, whether it's a true positive or a false positive, and you have to go and triage the report. So what we're saying, we want to reduce the triage time, right? And, and really allow the developers to really focus on those key weaknesses that matters the most. Yeah, again, you've you've got the typical scan and scold cycle. If you put a 150, 200 page report on somebody's desk and say, here's all the problems. But if they're using tools, as they are developing software, as so the, the key is you. In a perfect world, you want the developer to find bugs and weaknesses before it leaves their desktop. That's in a perfect world. But you know, if you look at the you know a a, a software development process like Agile, right? There is different sprints. So if there is gates, if there are security gates at different sprints, right? Uh, you can incorporate aspects of software assurance or software security testing at the different gates that you know that are that have been defined and what that does is you know is you know my thing you know as as maroon livney who's the pi i mean he likes to say you test early and test often uh, that helps you know create the culture to really you want want reduce the number of weaknesses that could potentially lead to vulnerabilities as software is being developed so if we can do that I think uh, we're we're making some progress in the work that we're doing. You've got other projects that you're working on too. Tell us about a couple more projects you're working on. In addition to the swamp, I have something uh, called I have another program called Software Quality Assurance, which which was which is where Code Post kind of resided in that project area. And essentially, what with the Software Quality Assurance project really entails is is we realize that there is gaps in software quality analysis capabilities, right? So what we're doing, we're, we're trying to create new techniques, services, and methods that can push forward the state-of-the-art, right, and cover some of the gaps that exist in how we analyze software for weaknesses. So I have a couple projects that will probably be of interest coming up soon. Uh, Code Pulse is one, uh, which was created by Secure Decisions. Uh, they also have a security decisions has also created a tool called Code DX, which Code DX is a is an essential part of the swamp. And what Code DX does is Code DX is, is able to bring multiple static analysis tools together, normalize it, correlates it, provide context across the various tools. And I think that's part of best part of one of the core uh, uh, core engines of the swamp. Uh, to help us create this 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 new capability that can be offered to the community, and also I'm funding something called the hybrid analysis mapping, uh, OWASP. You will be glad to hear that uh, the Denim Group, you know Dan Cornell and the Denim Group is one of the performers in in actually bringing static and dynamic analysis together, uh, because I believe not only do we need to determine where weaknesses are. We need to be able to determine to what extent can these weaknesses be exploited. So by bringing hybrid analysis together, we can we, we can do that. 
Uh, and the good thing about the hybrid analysis uh, project is is that you know it's too agnostic. We don't care if it's commercial or open source. We, we're, we're coming up with ways to bring you know DAS tools and SAS tools together. You know whether it's a mixture of open source commercial. Uh, we're trying to figure out ways to to you know, understand attack surface and where ways in which uh, applications can be attacked. Uh, so Denim Group is a performant as well as uh, secure decisions. So uh, a lot of uh, a part of uh, the the uh, threat fix platform uh, is 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 incorporates some of the technology that was developed through through my program, which I'm very pleased to, to and excited about because I think uh, um, you know that capability really will help enhance some of the things we're doing today from a software testing perspective. So as, as we develop and innovate uh, new techniques, capability, and services through my software quality, through my software quality assurance program, um, the SWAMP becomes a transition hub for those key technologies that have been developed in my software quality assurance program, which creates a synergy uh, between my two projects. So we're, we're so so one of the things I said is the SWAMP you know serve as a way to identify you know you know. A software researcher can use the swamp to identify new techniques and, and methods and way we do software analysis. Those things become uh, potential research topics, new research topics. If I found a new way to do a, a particular test or find a new way to do some type of uh, analysis of software, that, that becomes a, a potentially a new research criteria that can now be, you know, either issued through my software assurance quality, software quality assurance program, and we kind of can innovate that concept and bring that concept to fruition. And now that concept and that technology transition back into the swamp. So it's, a, it's an eco, ecosystem between my software quality assurance program and the swamp. So we kind of try to create synergies so that we can, one, and create better capabilities uh, for analyzing software. Uh, you're the Malcolm Glad Gladwell would call you the connector then. Yeah, I just want to facilitate change and, and, and improve, you know, I mean, software is a really, really soft, a really hard issue. And I'm not sure if, you know, you know, at Black Hat, Dan Gear, he really kind of, uh, he really kind of emphasized uh, how, how, how critical uh, software is becoming to, to a lot of these cyber, cyber attacks. So, you know, I you know I don't want to you know send out a, an, an alarm, but I think it's a problem that that needs attention. So one of the things, and you know I could talk forever. One of the things that I had my I had my PI meeting back in May of 2014, where I bring all my performers together and we we talk about you know current status each of their projects and trying to figure out what what's the way forward. Uh, one of my uh, performers, Dr. Henny Sitma from Kestrel Technologies. She made a comment, and, I'm, and, 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 I, and I just want to toss this out there, and I want folks to, to really, you know, I challenge folks to really think about what she said. She said, software analysis capabilities is around 20 years behind the evolution of software. It has not kept pace with software. So she, she essentially she is saying is static analysis capabilities is 20 years behind the pace in which software is, is evolving. So I... I had to stop and think, you know, that, 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 that is saying something. So we have a lot of work to do. You know, how can we close the gap in a short amount of time? Uh, because software is constantly evolving, it's becoming more complex. 
And not only that, it's ubiquitous. This isn't everything that we do. It's in all fabrics of our lives. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to close the gap and really bring some innovation and create innovation to to an area that is is, is probably sorely needed because software is not going anywhere. So. Everybody's siloed. Everybody's standing alone thinking, you know, they're doing what they do. But the thing that you're doing is you're putting, like I said, I, I see it as a docker type of thing. You're putting a wrapper around this stuff and say, look, it's not just one thing that we're trying to do here. It's all encompassing what we're trying to do. Right. So so ideally, right, listen, I want to get to a point where, where someone brings a piece of software into the swamp. I'm able to run a, a profiler on a piece of software, right? And it tells me the type of program structure this software has. From there, I want to be able to already have tools categorized that are that are that will be optimized, you know, in in, in looking at this piece of software. So essentially, it's, it's it's really a marketplace approach. You know, think of a marketplace, right? A marketplace is, you know, you you have specific goods and services, and you tailor those goods and services for 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 the demographic that you serve. So ideally, we can get to a point where we can we can suggest what tools best fit. A, an assessment, you know, piece of software. I think we're, I think we're winning a little bit. I think we, 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 we will be, we have, we can declare some progress at that point because now we're, we're, we're understanding the different program structures of how software is being developed. Because if I'm using something that has a lot of global variables, a lot of function calls, and that's one of the issues with static analysis. Static analysis, and I think that's what Henny Sitman was was kind of alluding to. Static analysis don't go deep enough. It doesn't go wide enough. It just goes surface level, right? It scrapes the surface, right? It doesn't go deep enough to really look at um, um, how how uh, uh, a software is, is you know structured, right? Because if it's structured a certain way, then you know there's certain certain heuristics and certain things that that lends itself to to performing at a at a very optimal level. And a lot of times, static analysis doesn't 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 keep up with the complexity of software and it kind of you know tank tanks itself out so what it thinks is a weakness it may not be a weakness it may what it what, what it flies as a warning can actually be a true weakness so i think one of the things that we we we've learned we've learned is that uh we you know at least one of the things i've i've talked to bart miller about who's the chief scientist in the swamp is and, and I posed this question to him. I said, you know, and because Heartbleed kind of brought certain things into uh, to my to my my peripheral. So I said, well, if you know, none of the tools really found the weakness that led to Heartbleed. None of them. commercial, open source, none of them. And and that bring and that's a problem for me, right? Because if I'm using static analysis capability. Let's say I'm, I have this application and I run stack analysis, right? How do I know what the tool did not find? But we certify these applications and they're out on the internet. How do I know what residual risk exists? I don't, right? Because I have no way of understanding what a tool can and cannot do. So one of the things I've asked is, you know, and then, you know, everyone came behind Heartbleed and said, oh, we have a way to detect Heartbleed. Oh, we added heuristics. We added this. We added that. Oh, we can detect. So one of the things I've, I've asked is this. Is there a, 
you know, because I'm looking at static analysis like IDS was a couple years ago. More signatures, you you know, you can you can tune the IDS to find anything. You can tune a static analysis tool to find anything, as long as you know what you're looking for, right? So the question I ask, is there a fundamental issue with the core engine of these static analysis tools? The core engine. Because it seems what we're doing is we're adding rules and and heuristics and signatures on top of a poorly functioning engine that cannot keep up with the performance and the complexity of software. So are we really making these tools better by adding heuristics and rules and so forth and so on, or do we really need to gut the engine, the core engine of these static analysis tools so that the tool can, so that the core engine can perform better? It's not going deep enough. It's not going wide enough. It's just really, let me just add signals on here to give it a little bit more, you know. So that's one of the questions I ask. And, and I think, Part of what I'm starting to find out is we pray we probably need with some of these static at least for the open source tools we really need to gut the engine of some of these tools uh, to make the engine more re- robust because you know some of these tools are are six seven years old and it, and they and they, and they can stand to be modernized to a certain extent so we'll see that's what research is for that's why I'm here and hopefully the swamp will provide those type of uh, indicators as to way forward and some of the things we need to do. And essentially I'm using the swamp as a, as a, as a way to fuel new, new advancements and breakthroughs. Then I could then take that information and then bring it back to my software call issuance uh, uh, project to fund new research. Right. You know, that's the value of small tool developers coming into the swamp. Hey, if I come up with a new unique way to, to, to do X, Y, and Z, Hey, why not try to explore ways or I could get funding either through DHS or through NSF or through DARPA, whomever, uh, to take this, 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 this novel concept and create uh, R&D around it to make it a technology that can be really useful within the environment, rather the community. Well, you, you got passionate there. I'm very <laughs> passionate. I love the work that I do. I, 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 I'm, I'm very, I'm very passionate and, uh, I love the work that I do and, uh, you know, I'm I'm here to make a change, and if I can make a change, then you know, I, I feel really good by by serving by serving this this great nation. We've been talking to Kevin Green, the head of the Swamp Project at DHS. Kevin, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You have been listening to OWASP 24/7 with your host Mark Miller. OWASP 24-7 is sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. Support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance.